Welcome back to the show. This is Beers, Brews, and Bourbons. I'm your host, Greg Scott. With me, I've got my two good friends. Jay Beaverton. And the Irish Giant. If you're new to the show or you're a returning listener, we uh, appreciate you checking us out or rechecking us out. Uh, the show, just kind of a real quick high level of it, it is a, uh, a three-part show where we talk about brews, because a lot of times we review them. We talk about beards, so sometimes it's the beard article, sometimes it's a review of beard product. We also do bourbon whiskeys, which is uh, usually a review. Sometimes we do a mixed cocktail. Sometimes we talk about news that's going on with it. And then if you say to the end, there's the, the silent B, which is just kind of all the stuff that doesn't fit in the show. Usually it's a fun little segment where we talk about nerd stuff. Nerd stuff. <laughs> nerd stuff, mostly. Standard nerds. Yeah. Oh, what, the IT crowd reference, you mean? Yeah. Standard nerds. Yeah. Yeah, standard nerds. Yeah, that's, that's, that's there we are. All right. Well, let's just dive into the show. Up first, it is Halloween. So we are going to the Halloween season. It's one of my favorite seasons, if you can call it that, which I do. Yeah, it's a um, season now. It's all everything. As soon as September ends, everybody's like, it's spooky, scary season. Fall beers are coming out. Halloween season. Pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get into the beards portion. Uh, it is Halloween. It's my favorite season of the year. Screw Christmas. Screw Thanksgiving. I like my birthday, but Halloween is the, is the way to go. Uh, so we are going to talk a little bit about Halloween all throughout the episode. And first, we're going to dive into some beards and, and costumes. So Jim found us a couple of articles, or not really articles, but just kind of some uh, Halloween beardedness for costume ideas. And I'll let him run with it. Thank you for throwing that to me, Greg. I mean, we're all sporting beards these days. At least a lot of us are sporting some kind of facial hair. And there's plenty of characters that have facial hair that are in the zeitgeist of, uh, of uh, pretty much everything right now. So, I mean, you could do, like, especially if you have a quarantine beard, you can go. A lot of the people are going to recognize, like, maybe the longer beards these people I'm going to reference. But ZZ Top, I don't know if anybody... The, the kids out there know what I'm talking about. Old man. So, yeah, pretty much. Or you can go, I mean, if you don't want to do that, you can go wizard. If you have like the, like if you have like extra like scraggly, uh, like, like beard that's been like down, like, especially if you're an older gentleman, like Irish Giant just said, if you're an old man, you could, you could sport the, uh, sport the wizard. Or you just do the, like the mountain man, like, like maybe even hit, like hills have eyes type of character. You're coming out, you're coming into the town to warn the kids to stay away from the campsite. Also, if you like, if you got like the, you haven't been following our advice and it's been kind of unkempt, you could always go with Tom Hanks from Castaway. I don't remember the character's name. Uh, I don't know what his character's name was, Tom remember, or something like that. <laughs> I just remember Wilson. And that's the only name I remember from that. So just get yourself a loincloth and a volleyball painted face on it and maybe get a FedEx box and you're good to go. Yeah, so a lot of these, all these ideas are coming from the what, HalloweenCostumes.com, and it's talking about like costume ideas for dudes with beards. So mm. you can, we'll put a link up. You can kind of check them out. Yeah. Um, but I thought, I mean, that some of the fun stuff was like the Hangover. They had you know, the bearded devil Alan in there, which is a throwback. Is right. I mean, my favorite one from this was Macho Man Randy Savage. He's got the the fun boy. In, oh uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Step into a slim Step gym. Slim. <laughs> there you go. Rest in peace, Macho Man. Yeah. He is confirmed dead. Yeah, he's been he's been dead a while. Yeah, quite quite some time. 
but uh, actually, I'm, I'm looking at this now. Uh, there's one. There's a crossover in here. There's, there's one from a previous article, or one from another article that crosses over from another article. Because you've got uh, Fat Thor. If everybody has seen Avengers Endgame, uh, you got that character when he kind of he's like he's like cut in the first one, but then he goes back to the long hair, but he's a little overweight. Now there's a quote from RDJ's Iron Man that says, uh, "Move it, Lebowski." Of course, there's another on the other article. There is the big Lebowski, the dude. The dude. So if you fit the body type, you can be either or. The dude. He's not into brevity. <laughs> <laughs> then you've got your your standard John Wick, which is you know Keanu Reeves looking all good with his beard, and right, uh, I guess you cropped beard. Yeah, close crop beard, little business suit, and uh, the toy stuffed dog you walk around with, I guess. <laughs> mm. Mm. See, I'm going. Yeah. I'm personally going for the uh, the five o'clock shadow that's associated with people who are like unemployed and borderline alcoholics. So I'm kind of going for that kind of that kind of look because I don't have any facial hair really except for scruff. Destitute. Yeah, that no. that's my that's my uh, <laughs> that's my outfit. Destitute hobo. Yeah, hobo in a costume. Yeah. So a hobo or a hipster? Come on, Peter. Yeah, they both start yeah, with right. H's. I don't know if you guys have any plans for Halloween, but uh, I'm pretty sure we're not going to be trick or treating, you know, due to COVID this year. I'm too so. old to trick or treat anyway. Ah, uh, come on, never too old to stop. I don't have any kids. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I yeah. I do, and I wasn't even looking forward. You do have a, to, yeah. I right. wasn't looking forward to taking her around. So you know, there's there's the one Irish good scientists. there's one good thing of that came out of COVID. I don't have to walk around in the swampy heat of Florida sweating my ass mm. off thinking about the rest of the country where it's all nice and cool and they get to enjoy themselves yeah but i'm not bitter yeah <laughs> yeah no you don't sound bitter no. at all I, one one year when i was a kid trick-or-treating i remember it was actually by florida state it's cold i think it was in like the 50s or 60s and that was the year i dressed as optimus prime i'll never forget that oh. yeah it's a good costume. He died for our sins. Yeah, he did. Prime Day. Gotta love it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'm Prime Day. Yeah, Prime Day. Oh. I don't know. You guys have you guys done uh bearded themed Halloween costumes before? Like uh I think I went as a wizard one year with the fake, you know, the string, rubber band, beard. Uh other than that, I can't remember anything specific really. I think we had oh no, I was Super Mario. I remember that because we had I had the like the whole like the handlebar mustache. Me and my brother when is uh Mario and Luigi. Nice. I remember that now. Nice. So yeah. Yeah, I, I've done the uh the blonde uh sorry, it was named Blondie from the good, the bad and the ugly Clint Eastwood with like Oh uh, yeah. Just watched yeah. that the other day. Yeah, it's got some great, great scruff facial hair going on there. Yeah. Good movie too. Great movie. Pete, what about you, buddy? Irish Giant, do you have any bearded costumes you would like to share that you have dressed up? I with? have never dressed up as anything with a bearded costume, and, and I don't really, even if I go to a Halloween party, I don't typically dress up, because I like to be comfortable, and I don't know, it just, I can't remember the last time I dressed up as something. Well, I mean, uh, the new Superman did have a mustache. Oh, God. Know, so. Well, yeah, we, we don't talk about that. Wait, though. what? They had to edit it out of it, edit, edit out of the film, remember? No. Uh, Seriously? Cattle, yeah, he was filming... Uh, yeah, he was filming um, Mission Impossible, and he had a mustache in that film. And they had to do pickup shoots for that Superman. So he came to set, and instead of like, you know, shaving the mustache and just doing the CGI on the other half, or just putting a fake mustache on, Tom Cruise from MI's uh-huh. Mission Impossible wouldn't let him shave it. So they instead did all the CGI on his mustache in Superman. 
So it's it's pretty pretty gnarly if you actually look. Are you talking it. about Superman: Dawn of Justice with like him versus Batman? Is that the one? Not the first one, he, right? I don't recall what which particular um, Superman. I want to say it was the second one, but yeah, but they had to spend yeah. like a stupid amount of money to CGI out because they got to go frame by that. frame and you know make sure that every single frame has got no mustache on it. So yeah. Well, all right. Yeah. There you are. I did not know that facts. Uh, uh, today I learned. Yeah, the more you know. So if you're looking for a great Halloween costume, Superman with a mustache. You could be Mexican Superman from Family Guy. Um, and he had a mustache, I'm pretty sure. Yep. yep. Or Mexican Batman did too, I think. Yep, of course. And I, I'm sporting a mustache right now. So yeah, a cop, super trooper, Lieutenant Angle. Yeah, you still look like Farva, man. You look like a thin Farva. I don't know how to take that, but thank you. Yeah. Yeah, farmer. Yeah, it's not a compliment. I don't think it's a compliment. It's not. A, it's not a not compliment. I said thin farm. If I said it's not a not compliment. I don't know. If I said you look like you know just like him, then I that think. would be an insult. But you know, you look like a like a thin farmer. You know who? You know who would be would be good? Uh, Gomez from the Adams family. I mean, he didn't have a must. He didn't have a beard, but he had a yeah, pencil thin. He had a beard. He had a little mustache. mustache. That would be kind of that would be kind of fun to do. For all your your Zoom <laughs> Zoom Halloween costume meetings, mm-hmm. yeah, just w- one of the many services that we offer here. <laughs> all right, guys, I think that's going to do it for the beards portion of the show. We're going to march our way over to the beer portion. Keeping with the Halloween theme, we have a a, a, a trick or treat, a kind of a sweet treat, I guess, if you want to call it that. We have Yingling's Hershey Porter beer. So I think. Uh, I think we actually all found this individually. This came out relatively recently within the last month. Um, is in the lo- local uh, beer and grocery store. I saw it. I kind of was like, eh, I don't know. I was kind of questionable at first, but I was like, yeah, it's like it's Halloween. A sweet beer yeah. might be kind of fun to try. Plus, I've never been really, I've never been overly disappointed with the Yingling product. Ooh. So give it a shot. I've liked a lot of the stuff I've tried from them. Yeah, I've never had a Yingling I didn't like. Agreed. Yeah, and they are one of the or the oldest American brewery, right? That's true. Yes. The oldest independent still, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Not owned by Embev or or uh, Constellation or yeah, yeah. So, Jim, you want to talk us to us about Yingling? Anything you want to mention about it? Sure. Uh, What's well, the first time that these? Because uh, you mentioned it is a Hershey's chocolate pour. This is the first time that I've really heard of Hershey's collaborating with any beer people with to make a, a drink there may be other ones if Irish Art wants to look that up for me uh i'm but, on it because and they're both in pennsylvania so these pots fill of course first pennsylvania i don't know how far they are from away from each other but it doesn't really matter anymore because you can it's not, not big a state so yeah pennsylvania is fairly large it's a fairly large state not compared well not as big as florida is but basically chocolate porter porter is usually on the darker side anyway it's not quite as dark as robust as a stout is but usually it comes with a, a, a darker caramel color to maybe almost black. Uh, this one rates in ABV-wise alcohol per volume as 4.7. The IBUs are barely registering uh, on from what I'm seeing through reviews. It may be a little bit of bitterness on the chocolate because that's what, normally what you get with chocolate beers. Yeah, I'd hope that's a bitterness from the chocolate. Just a yeah. little bit. <laughs> yeah, porters aren't usually... I mean, there's some maybe coffee porters that have a bitterness to them because of the coffee, but you're not going to get any hops at all. On at least you shouldn't get any hops at all on this. This is mostly all roasted uh, barley and malt. Yeah. Now I typically steer 
clear porters because I find them for my palate, they're a little, there's not that the bitterness to balance it. So it's a little, I find them usually a little too sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas a stout, I don't necessarily get that same. There, there's a little more bitterness and a little more thickness to it, I guess. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to try it. Mm-hmm. So, so here's just a little a little tidbit so uh this is actually the second year that this has been produced apparently last year uh, last october the porter was only available on draft in select states where yingling was distributed and apparently it was so popular that they decided to release it a little bit more so i guess yingling apparently is only available in 22 states so it is now being released in all 22 states where yingling is distributed hmm. the eastern seaboard i would imagine yeah yeah i never realized that that yingling wasn't like everywhere so that's that's interesting well it still yeah, is I, one east coast brewery I don't, I don't know if they have any other breweries elsewhere in the united states i would thought they'd be in something like uh, sierra nevada where they have you know the west coast for you know their their side and then they they come into the you know Asheville, north carolina or something like that and so spread across the nation that's why i imagine them but i guess i guess i'm hearing that's not the case Interesting to see it also because again, I never heard. I this is my first year I've ever seen it before, so I was like, "Yeah, you know what, Hershey's Yingling. I, I like both those things, so I pick it up and give it a shot." I like Hershey's. I like beer. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, it's got a nice, really nice dark color to it. Yeah, it it does look. It looks very stout like. I will say it's definitely got. But again, that's what you're going to get with a, a porter is naturally dark anyway. But uh, you're definitely with the Hershey's. You're going to get it. It looks like. It looks like motor oil with better, with different <laughs> consistency. You need to change your motor oil, motor oil. Mm. Oh, wow, that nose. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of chocolate on the nose. Yeah, it's, it's just, to me, I get the Hershey's syrup. Yeah. Off oh, of that yeah. One. The Hershey's syrup, yeah, like making a milkshake. Yep. Oh, actually, you know what? I bet this would make a badass milkshake. Yeah. I would, beer, I would make a milkshake shake. out of this. Yeah, man, absolutely. All right, well, cheers. Slantia. Slantia. Man, that's that's Hershey's all the way. Holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get it more in the mouth than the nose, the syrup. At least I do. I get more chocolate on the nose. I'm getting a little bit of that bitterness on the sides of my mouth on this one. Yeah, yeah, a tiny bit. But definitely, that you definitely get the sweet, the sweetness on your part on your tongue is definitely going to get activated the most on this. Well, I mean, it tastes to me, it tastes like a Hershey's candy bar. It's like sweet with, with bitters. I mean, that's the only way I can really describe it, you know? I mean, minus the milk chocolate, but. Well, good job, Yingling and Hershey. That's, that's spot yeah, on. Yeah, I like that. And if it's not like too too sweet. No, not at all. It's balanced. It's it's well balanced. I think you know because a lot of porters you get it's like it's like you said it's like motor oil and you get like some of them have too much of like that coffee taste to it and it's just you know I don't get anything like that from this so it's just the right amount of, of roasted uh, roasted kind of flavor that I'm getting. Yeah, no, you're you're right. It's it's very I'm surprisingly well balanced. You know, like I think they must have spent a lot of time getting that, that formula down. Yeah. Yeah, it's got the it's got the malt taste still comes through a little bit through the chocolate. I don't think the chocolate takes away from the malt flavor. Um, I think it works well. I think the, the the two of them work well together. Yeah, you still know you're drinking a beer even with yeah, the Hershey's exactly. taste. Yeah, I definitely say that Yingling and Hershey did very well on this one because there's there's a few chocolate porters to me that are just too they go for the candy effect and I'm like, artificial. I want, yeah, I don't want that. I would say well done, Yingling and Hershey's, you guys. Knocked out the park. You know what I can picture? I can picture like like fucking White Claw teaming up with Jolly Ranchers. 
Uh, you never know. Uh, you never know. Happy Halloween. Copyright. Copyright. Yeah, right. That's a, yeah. Give that give that out to the neighborhood kids. Well, I thought it was Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. 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 Or Starburst or something. Well, yeah. Starburst. I've now I've made my own Starburst uh, vodka. Sorry, Starburst jelly bean vodka. Um, I've made my own of that before. That was pretty disgusting. But I mean, if if it was done properly, if it was done commercially, you know, just like Pinnacle, how they've got Swedish fish and salted caramel, and they've got all these different candy flavors, but. Yeah, doing it at home did, did not come out too well. And that would be Pinnacle Vodka. Yeah, not, not a bourbon. Yes, Pinnacle Vodka. No, yeah, exactly. Oh, did I say bourbon? No, you didn't. I was just clarifying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pinnacle Vodka, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, there is a trend in bourbon where they are, uh, because there's not enough bourbon <laughs> in the world, a good bourbon, they're having to get creative, you know, with... Uh, yep. Apparently, the, the peach bourbon... Uh, it's supposed to be stellar. I've not had any. I don't. I can't imagine it being good. Bird, I, I've I, heard. Uh, I know well, friends that drink bird dog peach whiskey that they. Drink. I've seen that. I've never tried that. But uh, well, your 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 wife there, uh, Gregory Scott. There, she likes the Soco, and uh, that's pretty strong in the peach flavor. I mean, for me, Soco just to sit there and drink. It's too. It's it's too artificially sweet. But I think if you took the peach and you blended it with the whiskey and as long as it wasn't too cloyingly sweet i think that would actually be kind of nice so yeah i would be i would definitely be down to try that <laughs> i mean it's yeah. so cool years it's been it's been a hot minute yeah from what i'm seeing this beer gets the 3.5 out of five stars i think it's maybe a little unfair i mean well you know but you know craft beer people aren't going to be like well you know yingling i don't consider that a craft beer Pushes up glasses on those. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fair. It's not. It's quasi craft. I mean, yeah, it's it's a good it's a good fall beer. It's a good fall beer. It's it's a good dessert beer. You know, you had this would go well with like a nice tart raspberry sorbet. I can see I that. I think you know, or something that that's got like raspberry jam in it, like a, maybe a jammy dodger or something like mm -hmm. that. Um, yeah, I think that would be that would be kind of nice. Yeah, be a good, yeah, it'd be a good pairing for this, definitely. Or even a cigar. I can see, I can see. see oh, nice Maduro a cigar with a Maduro with this would be perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I second that or third that. Well, uh, any closing thoughts before we we move on? Pick it up if you can find it. It's not on draft. I think it's only in bottles. But yeah, definitely give it a shot. It's definitely worth well, it. Well, I mean, it's only on bottles like when it's being distributed. But I would think that if they offered it on draft last year, they would they would offer it on draft this year as well, I would think. Mm. I would not think that because there's not a lot of draft beer going on right now just because bars are still restricted in, in occupancy. So I would be surprised if it's on draft. Yeah, from what I'm seeing on rate beer, it's not saying it's availability. It's saying available, bottled, unknown on tap is what it's saying. Oh, yeah, I forgot, you know, COVID and all that shit. Well, speaking of all that otherness, <laughs> we're going to we're gonna segue down to the next, next Halloween portion of the show. All right, so we're going to continue on the spooky Halloween edition episode. Spooky, scary. Very. So I asked the guys to help me <laughs> make a... Uh, Pick out their favorite Halloween cocktails, Halloween bourbon cocktails, to be precise. So, uh, yeah, so that's basically the requirement. It needs to be Halloween themed and needs to contain bourbon. Uh, anyone want to go first? Well, yeah, I'll go. I'll go first. That sounds great. So I, uh, I found a recipe for the skeleton key, 
And you uh, son of a bitch. It's called the skeleton key. It's not very well known. Uh, so it's <laughs> it's a uh, bourbon. Uh, elderflower elderflower liqueur, liqueur. Mm-hmm. yes yeah. there's a uh, lemon juice fresh lemon juice and, right uh, right yeah. ginger, ginger beer ginger, ginger ale mm-hmm. or ginger beer and, and uh, eight bitters. dashes of bitters yeah 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 which i, which I actually 86 the bitters because you did are not my thing yeah okay so i made it my own so it's it's a i won't call it a skeleton key we'll call it a still decomposing body key uh, and then you know you can have whatever you want to have, whatever your thing is. But I ended up using ginger ale instead of ginger beer okay. because I didn't have any ginger beer. So I also ran into that same problem. But I did have some fresh, fresh ginger root that I macerated in there a little bit. So did that up with the with the lemon juice and just a tiny, tiny bit of sugar just to help the sugar you know break apart the ginger a little bit more. Mm. And it was nice. And the elderflower liqueur kind of sweetened it up a little bit. Uh, balance the ginger out and like i said i just 86 the bitters because bitters just they're not really my thing but it was it was strong i did a little bit more bourbon than the recipe calls for this one was doing uh one and a quarter ounces of bourbon um three fourths an ounce of elderflower liqueur half an ounce of lemon juice three to five ounces of ginger beer but i you know like i said the ginger ale that i had uh, and then the bitters that were 86 but yeah it was it was pretty tasty it was refreshing and uh, you know, obviously, you could do variations of it, but it was uh, it was a tasty little drink. What did you come up there with, uh, Jamie Everton? <laughs> Two guesses, and they don't one doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I also chose a very similar thing called the Key of Skeletons. No, it's no, it's exactly the same uh, recipe that you did. But again, uh, I didn't have all the ingredients that it called for. I switched it. I still use bourbon. Uh, I use this new bourbon that I've got was a port cask. I believe it's Bowman. You you had the bitters though, didn't you? I did have the bitters. Yeah. They're not traditional bitters. They were orange bitters. Okay. So what I decided to do was after I added the bourbon, I used elderflower liqueur, which is the only one that I'm aware of for elderflower is the big, it's a big tall bottle that has that weird grooves. Yeah. The pretty bottle. Yeah. I can't, Guys, uh, you look up online, you'll find out what it is. There you go. But uh, instead of lemon juice, which I did not have, I used this kind of orange. Like everybody's into like LaCroix now. Everybody's into like the the like the the seltzers. So I, I had some of that light. Yes. So I had some of that lying around. So I had a little dash of like orange seltzer water to it. Saint Germain's. Say Jermaine, thank you. That's yep. that's when I that's when I, I still have a little bit of that hanging around. So I used that. Uh, I didn't have any ginger beer, so I didn't use any ginger at all. But then I put the dashes of bitters into orange bitters. But the orange bitters have still the same. They go with the orange, basically the orange seltzer water. So I, I mixed in the bourbon first, then the other part of the core. Now usually I'll add in the bitters first with sugar, but I didn't do that. I say that it says say that to the very last. So I did, and uh, do a quick little sample here. Uh, cheers. Not overly sweet, because it's, like, it's not like orange soda or anything. It's not going to be too overpowering on the orange, but the orange bitters give it enough of a kick that it's pretty good. I didn't have any fresh orange, but yeah, if you want to re- replicate this yourself, definitely just get, the, get maybe some uh, fresh orange, put it in there. Maybe you can muddle it in there if you'd like. Maybe add some more sugar. You can even do like an almost because everybody since I'm an old fashioned guy, you can probably even make an old fashioned out of this a little bit. 
or that use that style of muddling to put it in there. So yeah, but yeah, that's basically what I did for my cocktail. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Are you, did you did you muddle it or did you just I put did it not. In a cocktail shaker and basically I just put it in the glass and then uh, and then you stirred it. I did, I stirred it. Not and, uh, James Bond would be very mad at me. I didn't shake it. I stirred it. <laughs> stirred, not shaken. Wait, what? That's, that's, that's <laughs> Julian Bashir from uh, from Deep Space Nine. There you are. <laughs> All right. Well, for mine, I made the Haunted Graveyard, uh, which is so we did a show uh, a, a week or two ago where Peter had used some maple syrup for his cocktail. I was like, man, that mm. sounds really good. So the Haunted Graveyard is uh, it's it's two ounces of bourbon, one ounce of pure maple syrup, uh, a couple of slices of orange. I put for mine, I put three dashes of bitters, and then I put three, or, you know, like a standard bitters, uh, aromatic bitters, and then three dashes of some cherry bitters I have. We'll get a little more sweet in there. And then a sprig of rosemary. And then you just shake it up and strain it out. And I put in another sprig of rosemary because I, I really like rosemary in cocktails. I think it adds, it just kind of elevates it to use that huh. term, which is overused, but it just brings a nice, um, if you like rosemary, it brings a real nice taste to it. So I will. Taste mine, which I've already had a couple sips of already, and it's it's delicious. Rosemary's Baby. Yep, good reference there. 1970s film horror yeah. classic. No, it's really it's a really nice drink. It's it's not too sweet. Um, I did about three three ounces of bourbon because I just want to make a little heavier pour on it. Maple is just delicious, and but it's again the bitters brings down the the this, the, the sweetness to it, and it's just really this like really awesome round mouthfeel so yeah, i was gonna uh, ask that i was gonna ask like how because maple syrup just seems too heavy to me you would think but it surprisingly it surprisingly mixes well and i was kind of worried like it'd be too thick too but uh now nah, i just diluted right into it well the sugars broke down pretty good yeah I mean, and keep in mind too there's different kinds of maple syrup too i mean you've got like the really the really dark ones late harvest syrups tend to be you know darker and, and heavier in taste so uh, actually, there's a, there's as I was researching this on uh, Wikipedia during one of my insomnia bouts, and apparently there's a Florida maple tree that will actually grow in Florida, and you can tap it for maple. So I've been trying to find some of that to, to buy and see what that tastes like, but I haven't been able to find any. That's yet. gonna be a weird taste with all the clay around here and Maybe. sand, just sand everywhere. <laughs> as far as <laughs> I can see, tastes like tourists. Oh, uh, yum. <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. I didn't realize that there were, I mean, I knew there were maple trees in Florida, but it never occurred to me that you can, you can tap it and, and extract it. Yeah, it's, it's a very, it's, it's one specific breed. Yeah. But they take like, I think it was, if I remember, if I remember correctly, it takes like 10 to 30 years for the tree to actually begin to produce any sizable amount of, right. of syrup when you tap it. Yeah. It would have to be in North Florida, I would guess, anywhere above, like Orlando or above, because it's not going to be, you can't go that in South Florida, not with all that erosion and in, in the, the soil, soil content yeah and all those fucking all the lizards and shit yeah the iguanas, <laughs> yeah, the iguanas yeah yeah or even the panhandle even i mean get out of the warm quote-unquote yeah. northern lake climate yeah they southern winter. georgia yeah florida georgia florida, georgia line florida georgia yep. line yeah yeah well that, that was fun uh, i i like doing these cocktails i think they're it gets me out of my shell of just drinking straight bourbon all the time so i it was it's fun true Got to jazz it up a little bit. All right, guys. I think that's going to do it for our show. Thanks for joining us for our Halloween special or Spooky Time Adventure Club, as I like to call it. I am your host, Greg Scott. And with me, I've got my two good friends, 
Jay Beaverton. And the Irish Giant. And you can find us on all the type of social medias. We are on Facebook. We do have the podcast uh, website. It's bbbpodcast.net. We are hosts, with the plural, at bbpodcast.net. If you want to email us and say hi, drop us a line. Again, we have the Facebook, and we are on the Twitterverse. At Bourbon Beards. And if you enjoy listening to the show, uh, you can listen to us in all the different types of ways you can get your podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. You can ask Alexa. You can ask Google and say, hey, Alexa or Google or Siri, you know, play our favorite podcast, Beards, Brews, and Bourbons, and uh, it'll pull us up and you can have a good time listening. Yes, that is possible with all the great technology we have today. Technology. All right, guys, I think that's going to do it for the show. Uh, stay to the end after the music, and we have Silent B, which will be some spooky good times. Right, guys thanks for uh making it through the music we appreciate you staying to the end for the silent b was it scary i hope it was and we hope you had a good spooky good time there this is the part of the show that doesn't really fit in with the rest of the show i asked the guys uh, a fun question or at least i usually find them fun get them to think about something sometimes it's just you know what's your favorite meal which maybe we should do that one time i don't know hmm. steak pizza pizza steak pizza shark steak pizza shark steak so I asked the guys a fun question. We noodle it. We talk through it. Tonight's episode is going to have some Halloween edition, which is the, uh, you know, all that foreshadowing we did earlier about Spooky. And so I asked the guys to, to think about their favorite Halloween or Spooky or scary film, you know, to come celebrate the, the season with us. Uh, it can just be, it can be your favorite one. Doesn't have to really be too scary. Just kind of you know monster themed or slasher themed or whatever. It's the same vein that Die Hard is the best Christmas film in the world. You know, it can be the same thing for for the your uh, Halloween. Mm. Take it away, guys. Well, mine isn't a scary movie, but it's a Halloween movie. My, I chose scary movie, the Wayans Brothers movie, because I, I personally don't like scary movies. I don't like to go to a movie theater and watch something that's going to scare me or stress me out. So. Uh, you know, I knew enough about the uh, the movies that it ripped on, and I like the whole series. Uh, scary Movie 2, Scary Movie 3, 4, and 5, eh, not so much. Once the Wayne Brothers left the franchise, they kind of went downhill. But the original Scary Movie, uh, great, great flick, I think. Why? Oh, I don't know. It's just because it's it, they, they just poke fun at, at everything that was, you know, modern and relevant at the time and it's still kind of i mean it's been a couple of years since i watched it but it's still aged it still holds its own pretty well yeah that was my follow-up yeah especially for anybody because they were made like the 2000s right so the first one came out i believe in 99 so if you weren't alive then or you weren't too privy to stuff that was going on then it may not make that much sense or well, be that funny to you but you yeah know, no, it was, it's, it's it was making fun. fun of scream and it's making fun of uh final destination and you know, all that kind of stuff but so here, Here's the thing about that though is that scary movie was based mostly is like it used the scream technique, which yeah. was scream itself was making fun of slasher movies, 
but incorporating it into an actual horror movie. Well, Scream was supposed to be named Scary Movie originally, too, which I, I always thought was kind of funny. But, yeah, it was directed so, by Wes Craven, wasn't it? He was like the horror master. I think it was, yeah. I want to say it was. But yeah, it's just kind of meta that you got a comedy, a comedy scary movie that's trying to take off on a movie that's already kind of spoofing slasher flicks. It's just kind of really meta. Kind of yeah, like... Definitely ahead of its time, the meta. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it's I can understand that why because like a lot of people don't like scary movies. I like the thrill factor more than I like the jump scares and the kind of the monster type of thing. But I'm I don't know I'm like more of a traditionalist. I I love the original Friday the Thirteenth, even though it's kind of hokey, it's kind of campy. But I just it's it creates it does feel like it could be still happen today because some of it's shot a lot of it's shot POV. You see the killer, you don't see the killer, but you see through the killer's eyes whenever the kill is made, basically. And then you you kind of see like a third party view of the rest of the counselors that are prepping the camp. And of course it has the original twist. I'm not gonna say it, um, it's, it's an old movie. I'm sure you already know what the twist is, but if you don't watch it, the twist was really good. And it's like, again, it has that, that kind of that 70s nostalgia. There's even a little scary part towards the end once you think everything's done. And I just, it's just a really, it's like the perfect, a lot of people love Halloween. I like how Halloween's okay, but I just think the Friday the 13th movie is like one of the most perfect slasher movies made. So you prefer Jason, which is which is Friday the 13th over yeah. uh, Halloween, which is uh, Michael Myers. Yeah, yeah, I just... Jason to me was more of a, even though the super, it got can't it got really hokey towards like Jason takes Manhattan. Where he's, where <laughs> he's, in, he's in New York. It's seriously a movie. That's Jason. Eight. Oh, okay. I think oh, it's goodness. eight. Cause it's okay. It goes, uh, you know, one, two, three. Okay. And then four, five. Yeah. I think that's Jason eight. Jason takes Manhattan. Not as crazy as Jason X where he goes into space. Right. But, because that makes sense somehow. But. Yeah. But, but yeah. It's that's funny that that Jason and the Muppets both have taken Manhattan. True, that's very yeah. true. But yeah, even though scary. But which one? Which one was scarier though? Yeah. Probably. Well, if if uh, if he'd stuck to his original thing, the Muppets would have been scarier because they were supposed to be nightmare creatures originally. The Muppets were supposed to be like kind of dark crystal, just nightmare fuel originally. Oh wow, that was uh, Jim Jim Hansen. Hansen nightmare Hansen, fuel. Yeah, Jim Hansen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was, but I mean, come on, he did some drugs back in the day. He was, he was like, okay, <laughs> these ideas, man, ideas, yeah. man. Well, Dark Crystal was, man, as a kid, that that was some spooky. It's pretty spooky, there. yeah. I mean, yeah, you got these like vulture-looking things using a crystal to drain the life force out of these little Muppet guys, and I'm like, that's even as an adult, that's pretty creepy. Yeah, it's a little, uh, it's a little over the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you guys but, ever watch the pick it up the the Netflix one? They did a reboot of it. You know, I didn't. I, I, we never watched it. Unfortunately, it's been canceled. Uh, no, that's Netflix for you. Yeah. Episode one, cancel it. Yeah. So it's remember it might have been the budget, how much it took to to run it, and just maybe didn't generate all of the money they wanted. But I mean, it's it's not. I don't think it's going to go away. I think it's still, it's still going to be on Netflix. So I'll still watch it eventually. I just never had the chance to do it. All right, so Jim likes Friday the 13th, Jason. Peter likes scary film, scary movie, movie. excuse me, with, I actually don't Wayne's Brothers. Wayne's Brothers are the heroes and the villains, yeah. Well, the Scream face guy is still, 
in it, but he's got the funny face, doesn't he? Or the face changes? Is that the gimmick throughout the whole movie? That's the gimmick. The face changes the entire time. Yeah. He gets high with the, with, with somebody. I, I forget. I, I remember that scene. And, uh, oh yeah, the, it's yeah. the uh, the buds, the bud commercial. God, that's a long time ago. Make fun of that, yeah. Yeah, they're like, "What's up?" You know. All right, so I I, I didn't struggle with this per se, but I, I I'm with y'all. I, I like fun scary movies you know so i that's where i always go like evil dead's always evil dead one two three great um mm-hmm. my all-time favorite vampire flick would be lost boys so i've seen that a half dozen times uh, i've got their their you know record sitting here on the, on the side of the house there i've listened to all the time uh, great soundtrack by the way um but i really settled on uh monster squad which is a uh, circa 1985 it is uh, surprisingly written by Shane Black, which I didn't realize that until I started looking up earlier today. It's it's the Goonies for for monster films. So basically, the, the premise is Dracula is trying to take over the world because sure, why not? Um, so he recruits all his monster buddies. So these are like classic, you know, Universal horror flick mm-hmm. stuff. So you have like uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon. You've got the Mummy. You've got uh, the Wolfman. Oh. Frank, uh, Frankenstein's monster. monster. Yeah, so you've got all of these like classic archetypes. Jekyll and Hyde, like Hyde, Mr. Hyde? Yep, I believe yeah. he's in there as well. Yep. Um, so you've got all these, you know, these, these archetype monsters who are being recruited to come down to, and to this you know, small town that Dracula is trying to like take over, which will somehow take over the world. And then you've got this you know, ragtag bunch of goonies, basically, kids who have to uh, you know, defeat uh the 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 monsters in a single night so it's you know it's 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 80s <laughs> you know is there a better way it's the 80s they did things um, i don't think i've seen this movie it's it's a blast i i've seen it every three or four years i'll pop it on for halloween um i always have a good time watching it that could be the nostalgia but yeah yeah, I'm the same way with like the Friday Thirteenth series too. So yeah, I can I can understand that. Even though that's more, it's supposed to be scary, even though it's yeah. funny sometimes. Yeah, I, I think taking all the scariness with the grain of salt and just making it fun or funny is the uh, is the better way of doing it. That's that's my my take on it. Is Corey Feldman in it? No, no, he's not. Okay, yeah, right. same time frame though. Because interesting, the Goonies yeah. reference is that that uh, Corey Feldman's in Jason Four. Friday the Thirteenth Part Four, the final chapter, which of course is not the final chapter. <laughs> Epilogue. Yeah, he, he plays Eight an interesting later. character. Yeah, but he plays an interesting character called Tommy Jarvis. So that's pretty interesting to watch. No, 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 Frog Boys or the Frog Brothers, rather, in this film. Frog Brothers. Yeah, Frog Brothers were, were uh, Corey Feldman and oh, and Corey Hay. Corey Hay. Okay. Yeah, the Corys and uh, Lost Boys. Oh, okay. Which is another oh, yeah. Type, no. type of film. Yeah, I need to rewatch that movie. I haven't seen Lost Boys either in a while. Oh, everyone, Lost Boys is the shit. Please watch it. It is such a classic film. If you like vampires and you you and, and a little bit of comedy, a little bit of dark humor, it's it's the go-to Halloween film. Or it doesn't have to be Halloween, but you know, for this particular episode, Halloween film. All right, guys, I think that's gonna do it for us. This is the the silent view of the portion of the show. Again, it's always kind of we noodle through a conversation, something that we asked them earlier. Um, I have fun like hearing your feedback if there's something special you might want to hear just just reach us in the medias 
So again, I'm your host, Greg Scott, and my two good friends are Jay Beaverton and the Irish Giant.